Welcome back to the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. We're Stacey and Pete, and we are here for some Thanksgiving fun. TV special goodness. That's right. We watched a lot of Thanksgiving TV episodes, probably too much, but we still didn't get to all the ones that were on my list. Yeah, the list was extensive. Well, and I got it from you all, from listeners and different people on our social media accounts. So appreciate everyone reaching out with their favorite episodes. And if we didn't get to yours this year... Hopefully, we'll be here to do it next year. That's right. All right, let's get into it. Diving right into the first special. The first one was from season one of Felicity. The episode was aptly named Thanksgiving. (laughs) So this is in Felicity's freshman year of college, and everyone's getting ready to go home for Thanksgiving, aside from Julie, who isn't quite ready to face her parents after she has just gone through a traumatic event. And Noel, who's agreed to stay and watch over the dorms during break because he's one of the RAs. Uh, We also have Noel's girlfriend, Hannah, visiting for the first time. And she is played by Jennifer Garner, who became Scott Foley's real-life wife for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And Felicity is not too sure (laughs) how she feels about Hannah. And one by one, everybody ends up changing their plans and staying. Felicity stays, Ben stays, Elena leaves and comes back because she's upset with her father. And they end up being joined by Sean and Elena's dad and Javier, who helps with the meal. So my favorite part of this episode is just the overall feel of it. To me, it really harkens back to that first Thanksgiving where you didn't go home to be with your family. Yes. And you kind of find a a new family with your friends. But coupled with that, like everybody's trying to figure out how to make an amazing Thanksgiving Day dinner, which is extremely difficult, time consuming, (laughs) expensive, and it's not as easy as it looks. You know, our parents had a lot of practice and made it look easy. Right. I just really like how authentic it feels overall. Agreed. So for me, I love when Javier shows up to the dorm with the turkey and he's really wanting to make everything look nice. And I had just been commenting how I love that Felicity and Julie were still in their like lounge clothes (laughs) as they're about to have their Thanksgiving meal. And then Javier is like, and you're going to get dressed. Yes. You look nice, but for basketball. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He cracks me up. I love that he just called them out because he's just like, that is not appropriate Thanksgiving dinner attire. Yeah, like you're going to change, right? (laughs) All right. My HM for this one. When Felicity and Julie are attempting to cook part of the meal with their microwave, (laughs) and I I believe it's the, is it the sweet potatoes that they're cooking in there? Yeah, it's, I think Julie is trying to make the sweet potatoes that her dad makes every year. Yeah. And And it's not going so well. It's not going well. It it looks like some kind of weird sweet potato soup. (laughs) It it just didn't go well. And it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, My HM is just this small moment where (laughs) Julie and Felicity are on the hunt for a turkey. And Julie comes comes in. She's so excited. She has a bag. She's found this turkey in Chinatown. And Felicity looks in it and her reaction, like, we don't see what's in it. But she's like, she opens it and she's like, oh, I think it's got fur. <laughs> and Julie's like, those aren't feathers. <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard every time because it's like she she knows nothing about making a Thanksgiving turkey and that she thinks that they come with feathers when you get it to cook it. <laughs> That's like a, oh, honey moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next up we have How I Met Your Mother, season three, Slapsgiving. So in this one, Marshall warns Barney that the third slap in their slap bet will be coming on Thanksgiving night. We also have Ted and Robin hooking back up on the night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> and if you don't know, I believe it was in the first season, maybe season two, the origin of the slap bet was they had a bet with each other, Marshall and Barney, and whoever won got to slap the other person five times whenever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So at this point in season three, we've only seen two of the slaps. Right. And this is where we find out that we're going to get to see the third. I'm one that did not watch this show originally, so we went back and watched that so I'd have a little bit of context. If you didn't watch that and you want to check these episodes out, go watch the original Slap Bet episode. Yes. So my favorite moment from this episode, I just love the fact that Lily 
is rushing around trying to prepare the food for everybody while Marshall (laughs) is just sitting there in his chair, staring into space, playing with like one of those hand squeezer thingies where you're like working out your your grip. forearms or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like a gripper thing. He's like oblivious to how she is just sweating it out in there. And I love it because I relate to it. I can also relate. Because <laughs> I'll be over there, you know, just kind of staring off into space or glancing at the Thanksgiving Day Parade and like looking back and you are just harried back there. <laughs> There's like steam everywhere and you're sweating. And I'm like, oh, she could use some help. Thanksgiving, though. I don't want to make any food. (laughs) I got to eat the food. That's my job. Yeah, it wasn't until we got together that I even started really making a big Thanksgiving meal. Right. When I lived in Orlando, my roommate was the cook between us and she was the one like that's where I learned how to make like stuffing that wasn't out of a box. And I watched her make a turkey and, you know, I maybe made like mac and cheese or like my had like a potato casserole that I would make or something. but. Definitely whatever was easy. So it's only been in the past couple of years that I've made like full Thanksgiving meals. Because even growing up, my dad's side of the family is huge. And so everybody would go to my aunt and uncle's house. I mean, they still do. And just bring like a dish or a couple of dishes, not the full <laughs> shebang. Right. So it was limited. Right. So but when we've had some of your family visiting or like last year. You did like a food delivery service for Thanksgiving last year. You yes. made everything. And we even got like to go boxes. You got orders from your whole family on what they wanted in their to go box. Yeah, because we, we couldn't get together because of COVID. So yeah. I just wanted everybody to make sure because <laughs> my mom is a great cook, but she, she doesn't is. cook anymore. My sister, maybe she could be a good cook, but she doesn't cook. So since we weren't doing our big family Thanksgiving, I was like, I got to feed these people. I might give the turkey a go this year. Well, I said I would cook the turkey. I'm either going to cook the turkey or I'm going to find a place that cooks the turkey. (laughs) I'll figure it out. I mean, I know how to do a turkey. You do. But it's stressful. And your food is delicious. Thank you. It's just, it's a lot of work and we do have family coming and you came up with the idea of seeing about ordering some stuff and I'm on board because then I can actually enjoy hanging out with the family and not in the kitchen sweating my tail off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back on track. Back on track. So my first favorite moment from this is that surprise slap by Marshall as he gets the go ahead from Lily. The joy on his face (laughs) is palpable. He's so happy. Right after he slaps him. It's a great bit of acting. And Lily is the slap bet commissioner. So she makes the rules and she decides if anything needs to be changed or whatever the case may be. So that's why Marshall had to wait for Lily to give him the go ahead. Like he is so excited. He's like, that's three. (laughs) It's just so hilarious to experience all that. You can't help but be excited with him. Right. (laughs) It's like, yes, he got it in, (laughs) which is quickly followed by one of my HMs, the You Just Got Slapped song. As Marshall goes over to the piano and plays and sings a song that he's written for the occasion. You just got slapped across the face, my friend. You just got slapped. Yes, that really just happened. Everybody saw it. So great. (laughs) All right, my second one for this one. Ted constantly envisioning Robin's boyfriend, Bob, as like this 70 year old dude because he's like 41, which is really old. (laughs) It just made me sad because I'm 41. (laughs) (laughs) I'll actually probably be. Well, I'll almost be 42 when this comes out. Yeah. But it's like I'm pretty much the same age as them. You know, like when this was airing. Right. And they were 28 or whatever. I was 28. Mm -hmm. And so the thought of her dating a 41 year old, it's like, oh, he's ancient. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. And then this is just a small moment. But I love because, you know, Marshall has this countdown to when he's going to slap Barney and Barney is terrified all day. He's on edge. And when he shows up at Marshall and Lily's for Thanksgiving, (laughs) I forget what Marshall says right here, but he just stretches out. This like garland of hand turkeys, like turkeys made out of hand <laughs> <Yeah>. brands. <laughs> it's so funny. He just toys with him the whole time. Poor Barney. No, not poor Barney. Not poor Barney. He deserves it. He does. All right. Next up from How I Met Your Mother, Slaps Giving 2, Revenge of the Slap. <laughs> so in this one, Barney freaks out when Marshall bequeaths a slap bet slap 
to Ted and Robin for Thanksgiving. He's like, I'm feeling so thankful. And so I'm going to give it to you, you two, and you get to decide between yourselves who gets the slap. And of course, Barney's freaking out again the whole time. Yes. And Robin and Ted are going back and forth on who should do it. They're being very giving at first, (laughs) and then they kind of want it. It's just this whole thing. But then at the end, Ted gives it to Robin, and Robin gives it to Lily's dad, who happens to be there. And Lily's dad gives it to Lily. And then Lily decides it's all fine. Nobody's going to slap anybody today or whatever. And then at the last minute. Actually, what happens next is my favorite moment. I put once again the slap at the end. Barney thinks he's going to be spared, but Marshall cranks him in the face and is very excited about it. And I was there for it as well. I was so happy that he still got to slap him in the face. And then my HM on this is just (laughs) the game that Lily's dad comes up with at the end, which is inspired by the slap, is called Slap Bet. But the whole episode, we learn like basically how Lily's dad is a deadbeat dad and he's like a dreamer and he's always coming up with these ideas that always fail and he's never been there for her and all of that. But he shows up for Thanksgiving because Marshall invites him. He's trying to get them to reconcile. And yeah, that's just kind of like a little tag on at the end is that we see that he's finally had a successful game called Slap Slap (laughs) Bet. What was the other game? It was like some infection game where the... Infectious uh, diseases, I think, is what it was called. And some kind of like pus thing exploded. Oh, it went everywhere. It went all over the turkey, too. Yeah, and it was a beautiful so gross. turkey. It was. My HM on this, I love Lily going fire starter a few times in this episode. It would like cut to her and her eyes would go red as like the wind was like blowing her hair when somebody made her really angry. That's what we call the you're dead to me look. Oh, okay. Yeah, so good. Agreed. All right, now moving on to a different show, a show that has many classic Thanksgiving episodes, Friends. So we're starting with season one, the one with the underdog. So with this one, everybody had individual plans for Thanksgiving in this one, but they all got ruined. So in the end, they all spend Thanksgiving together. Their first Thanksgiving together. Their very first one. So... My favorite moment from this one is when Underdog's Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade float gets loose and they all end up going up on the roof like they're saying it's floating away. And so it's like this big, exciting thing. They're all going to go up on the roof just to watch it go. Right. And, you know, somebody didn't want to go. And I think Chandler's like, run away, you know, however many feet balloon of a dog is over Central Park. You don't want to go up to the roof. Seriously. So they all go up there and they end up locking themselves out, which ends up not being good because the dinner burns and Rachel misses her flight to Vail. And mine ties in with that. The food that Monica was cooking looked so perfect. Yes. Well, I guess Phoebe was helping her as well, right? A little bit, yeah. I was so sad that they didn't get to eat that meal. I know. And I love how Monica was making three different kinds of mashed potatoes just to suit everybody's needs. Yeah. (laughs) I related to that because I would do that if, you know, I just want to please everybody when I'm making food for them. And then, you know, even though all the food was ruined... I loved that in the end, Chandler's at the head of the table carving something and you think, oh, how'd they get a turkey? And then you see that it's grilled cheeses. <laughs> grilled cheeses. They're all, it's like very well done grilled cheeses from the look of it. Yes. And they even split it like a turkey leg. They like grab two sides of a, one of the sandwiches and see, rip it apart. Yeah. To see who gets <laughs> to make the wish yeah. or whose wish comes true. Mm-hmm. And then just an HM real quick. <laughs> they see ugly naked guy enjoying his Thanksgiving meal with ugly naked girl. It's so funny because only like I think Phoebe sees him and everybody's just bummed out. And once she notices that there's a girl there, they all get up and run over to the window and everybody's like, oh, it's a nice moment. It is. It lifts everybody's spirits. Mm -hmm. Our next up from friends, season three, the one with the football. So on Thanksgiving, they all decide to play a game of touch football, even though Monica and Ross aren't allowed to play football. Mm -hmm. So we kind of learn this whole backstory and it just spirals into this. Classic game of football. There you go. And my first favorite moment is the actual backstory that Monica and Ross share about why they're not allowed to play football. It's so funny. I guess they, as Monica and Ross do, they got very heated and their parents got tired of them competing for the Geller Cup and their dad threw it in the lake. Which, by the way, is a two by four (laughs) with troll dolls stapled to it (laughs) or nailed to it. They always crack me up during that scene as they're delivering those lines. Yeah, because they're ashamed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so funny. I love when Joey, Monica, and Phoebe go in for a huddle, like once they've picked teams. 
<laughs> and Phoebe goes, oh, cool. This is my first huddle. So then they get together and she's like, so what do you guys really think of Chandler? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after that, Monica's like, are you sure you know what you're doing? But that just always makes me laugh. All right. My HM, Phoebe flashing Chandler during the game to try and distract him after the game changes to boys versus girls. Good on you, Phoebe. And it actually works once. <laughs> it did work. After that, he's like covering his eyes so he's not looking. <laughs> Next up from Friends, season five, the one with all the Thanksgivings. So this is an episode of flashbacks. We see that Monica once overheard Chandler calling her fat. We see Chandler's flashback of his family splitting up. Phoebe goes back to a previous life in 1893 as a nurse getting her <laughs> arm shot off. And Joey, we see Joey get Monica's turkey stuck on his head from a few years before. Yes. I have to say that this is an episode that you know very well because you were quoting it word for word. Yes, I do know this one very well. And I just have to <laughs> add that while I was acknowledging this to you as we were watching, <laughs> saying you have to, uh, I was like, okay, listen, we'd had a couple drinks. We did have a few. <laughs> and I was like, you better talk about it really, really good on the podcast. You know it so well. <laughs> and then you, his response to me was, I have a potato chip on my head. <laughs> I had just dumped the bag because it was just the crumbs. And I was sitting there like contemplating what you're saying. And there was a potato chip right on my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) And we laughed. We laughed for about 10 minutes. We did. (laughs) So back to the show. My favorite moment is that moment when Chandler realizes like he feels bad because he had called Monica fat. So he leaves the apartment and Monica, in order to cheer him up, shows up at the door wearing the turkey on her head. She adds a hat and some big sunglasses <laughs> to it, and she does a dance. A little turkey dance. And this is where he first lets it slip that he loves her. A huge moment with a turkey on her head. Yeah, you just hear her, and her voice is all muffled because it's inside a turkey. And she's like, you what? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite moment is when Joey has the turkey on his head from earlier. Yes. And I think it's, is it Phoebe that's in there with him? And they're like, who's in there? And he's like, it's Joey. <laughs> <laughs> And then they try to like hide it from Monica. He like slaps his head down on the table. and (laughs) It's so funny. And I have an HM when Ross and Chandler roll in looking like Crockett and Tubbs for Miami Vice in one of Monica's flashbacks. (laughs) Chandler keeps like popping his sleeves up and like doing his cool head movement. All right. Next up from friends, season six, the one where Ross got high. So Monica and Ross's parents are there for Thanksgiving, and Monica has asked Ross not to tell her parents that Chandler has moved in with her. Because they don't like him. Right. And they've been trying to get to the bottom of why they don't like him so much. And we find out that it's because Ross was smoking pot in his room back when they were in college, and he got caught. Well, his parents could smell it, and he blamed Chandler. He said Chandler jumped out the window. Yeah. And so all these years, his parents have hated Chandler because they thought that it was him (laughs) that was smoking it and being a bad influence on their son. So because they hate him is why Monica doesn't want them to know. That they're dating. That they're dating. That they've moved in together and all of that. So all of that is funny. (laughs) And then on the other end, you have... Rachel, who is trying to make, she's taking over dessert for the year and she's going to make a traditional English trifle, but she's gotten the pages stuck together. Chandler! (laughs) In her book, in her recipe book. And, you know, remember the days when you had to use a recipe book? Mm -hmm. And so she's mixed up an English trifle with a shepherd's pie. It's so hilarious when she's making it. So great. Meanwhile, Ross and Joey have been invited to go hang out with Janine, Joey's hot model roommate played by Ellen McPherson and her model friends. And so they're trying to get out of there as quickly as they can (laughs) because they won't let them leave. Like Monica was like, you are staying here. And Phoebe's like, that's not very (laughs) Thanksgiving-y. So they've got to stay through the whole meal and dessert. Which Rachel has screwed up. Yes. So they didn't want to tell her that she messed it up because they find out that she's messed it up because the pages were stuck together. Right. Because when she reads off the ingredients, they're like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. But they don't want to tell her because then she'll want to make it all over again. Mm -hmm. She was so proud of herself. All right. So my favorite moment in this episode, the scene where Ross and Joey are scarfing down the trifle. Ross, (laughs) when Ross says this line. It tastes like feet. (laughs) 
Oh my God, it just cracks me up. And then Joey follows that up with, I like it. <laughs> Are you kidding? What's not to like? Custard? Good. Jam? Good. Meat? Good. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just so good. Meat? Good. <laughs> I love at the end when everybody who <laughs> quote unquote ate the trifle, they all had like found excuses to leave the table to quote unquote eat it. But they're all confessing like, oh, Monica left hers in the bathroom. And Joey's like, nope, ate it. Got that one. And yeah, because Joey likes it. And then uh, Mr. and Mrs. Geller are like, yeah, we left ours in Monica's bedroom. And he's like, got it, got it. <laughs> or, or ate it, ate it. It's just funny because they're all so grossed out by it. And of course, Joey loves it. He loved it. What's not to like? Jam good. <laughs> also, I just love this whole little side story about how Phoebe had had a dream about Mr. Geller the night before. And now she's like confessing how she's feeling to Rachel. And she's like got the hots for him. Right. And like everything he does is like turning her on. And then later on, she takes like a post Thanksgiving meal nap and comes back and she's like, now she she dreamt about someone else. I forget who it was, but it changed her feelings about him because he did something about like how he needs to loosen his belt or something like that. And she's like, see, before that would have floored me. And she's like, but now nothing. And then she's like, well, not nothing. I am a woman after all. (laughs) (laughs) And the last Friends episode we watched was from season eight. The one with the rumor. So in this one, Monica invites their old high school friend, Will, over for Thanksgiving dinner. This is, of course, played by Brad Pitt. We find out he hated Rachel back in the day. He's super hot and fit now, and he was not in high school. Yeah, she didn't even know who he was. Right. And this is all, of course, hilarious because at the time they were dating in real life. I don't think they were married yet. We then find out Will and Ross founded the I Hate Rachel Green Club and spread rumors about her. Monica also reveals that Rachel spread a rumor about Ross hooking up with a 50-year-old librarian, and we find out it's true. (laughs) So in this episode, I love just, it's right at the beginning, but Chandler's watching football and Phoebe shows up and he kind of lets Phoebe in on the trick that he's not actually into football, but he's pretending to be into football so that he doesn't have to help Monica with preparing the food. And so once she catches on to that, she's like, go team. Yay sports. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, they're both just sitting there pretending to be into it, which is hilarious. Yeah. They'll like both randomly yell. Oh, no. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Pretend like they're really into it. I think it's funny that Monica is just like, she's like so delighted for them that they're into it. And right. so supportive of it. It's like part of Thanksgiving for her. She's like, oh, I didn't know you liked football. Yeah, go over there and watch it. I love the scene with Brad Pitt when he's getting really stressed out by Rachel. And, you know, he's very fit. So he's paid close attention to not eating carbs and stuff like that. But he's like, screw it. Bring on the yams. And Monica's like, but Will, you've worked so hard. And he's like, yams. (laughs) (laughs) And then these are just a couple more Phoebe moments regarding Brad Pitt. She's watching the TV when Will first shows up and she introduces them first to Chandler and Chandler turns around and sees him and then to Phoebe and Phoebe hasn't looked at him yet. And so then she's like, and Phoebe, this is my friend Will. And she just turns her head real quick and she's like, hey, and then she's so good at this because the second she turns back around, you know, he can't see her face, but she's just like mouthing. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I just loved that instant reaction to how hot he is. And then. There's a moment later on where Will is about to tell them something. I don't remember what it was, if it was maybe what the rumor was that was spread about Rachel or something. And Phoebe's just like, oh, come on, Will, just take off your shirt and tell us. (laughs) All casual. (laughs) (laughs) My HM is also Phoebe with Will when she hugs him at the end and she's like, oh, it's exactly how I imagined it'd be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think wasn't he just wanting a high five and she just full on hugs him? Yep. So great. Our next show is Martin, season two, Thanks for Nothing. In this one, you have Martin's relatives who are wild and Gina's parents all coming over to Martin's house for Thanksgiving dinner and chaos ensues. Chaos ensues. My favorite moment is when Uncle Junior is hitting on Gina's mom with her (laughs) dad right there, but like constantly doing it overtly. Yes. And it eventually leads to... Uncle Junior and her dad, like, arm wrestling, having, like, a push-up contest. It's pretty good. 
My favorite really is just this moment where, you know, Gina's nervous because she's been cooking for everyone. It's her first time making a Thanksgiving meal. I understand the pressure, the nerves, and that moment when you cut into the turkey. I think her dad is the one that's carving the turkey. And on that very first cut, that turkey is just bleeding. Literally bleeding. (laughs) I mean, I don't think that they even do that. No. (laughs) Well, I know that they don't do that. Well, I haven't actually cut into like a raw turkey, but it is... Very over the top and disgusting, but hilarious because, of course, she like drops to her knees crying. Right. Everybody's upset. It's pretty funny. It's like National Lampoons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One quick side note. I had completely forgotten about Brahman, who's like this dude that lives in the apartment complex and always finds a way into Martin's apartment and takes all their food. And he's just this huge dude who is really funny to me. With his cut off sweatshorts. Yeah, he's got his cut off sweatshorts in. We did one more Martin episode, which was from season three called Feast or Famine. In this one, it's Thanksgiving, of course. The women challenge the men to a cooking competition. In this one, there was a funny moment when the women are all over at Gina's apartment. And you have Martin's mom there and Florine, who I guess is, I guess it's Martin's mom's friend or is it Martin's aunt? I think it's her friend. Okay. It's a guest star, but they start singing. They're talking about peas and they start singing this song called Pass the Peas. Pass the peas like we used to do. Woo! Pass the peas like we used to do. And Pam joins in and then so does Gina. And everyone looks at Gina like all judgy. Like poor Gina is just so awkward in this because Martin's mom hates her. And she loves Pam. And she loves Pam. Mm-hmm. Of course, Pam and Martin hate each other, so that would never work out. It wouldn't. It's a pretty funny little moment where they're all like dancing and singing. The Pass the Peas song is pretty catchy. It is. I love the scene where Martin's prepping his turkey. The amount of pepper (laughs) that he's putting on there is crazy. I love when we were watching, you're like, that's way too much pepper. (laughs) Like, all serious. (laughs) I was just like, ew. Is that pepper? And then they start throwing the turkey around like a football. So gross. It is very gross because it looks real. It did look real. If that was a prop turkey, good on him. But it looked really real. And we were both like, how much salmonella is flying around this set right now? Because they are chucking it like 10 yards. (laughs) And then an HM for me, when both groups realize they've been cheating because neither of them made their meals. Yeah, when we see the spread of food that they've brought to this competition, you know that it is not anything that either of them made by themselves. But Martin smells the biscuits and realizes he's like, Mama's biscuits, Mama's biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) So the next show was Cheers. We did season five, Thanksgiving Orphans. So in this one, they all gather over at Carla's house for a Thanksgiving dinner. Diane shows up unexpectedly. None of them, you know, none of them really like her. And so they were not happy that she was there, but she ended up leaving this party that was hosted by one of her literature professors and she's dressed up as a pilgrim. Mm -hmm. They're all like waiting around for dinner to be done because Norm has brought a turkey, but it has not cooked. So they get into some shenanigans, some Thanksgiving shenanigans. (laughs) So one of my favorite moments from this episode was the television that they had there first off. It had, you know, like the wooden surround, but it had like molding that was like covering up part of the television, which would infuriate me. (laughs) But how rude everybody is because everybody's sitting around the living room and whoever is kind of on the side, on the side of the television keeps pointing it to themselves. So then everyone else has to move. I was like, that's so rude. But it was a pretty tiny TV. So I get it. Yeah. And it's also like on legs. So Mm -hmm. it's easy to move around. Right. It was a funny little back and forth. My favorite moment is, you know, as they're waiting for the turkey to be done, they're sitting there staring at all this other food that's ready to be eaten, getting cold, and it ends up breaking out into a huge food fight. Which I think is like a famous food fight. Yes, absolutely. So many people mentioned this when I asked for favorite Thanksgiving episodes. It was a terrific food fight. And it ends with Norm's wife showing up. And she Vera. gets a, Yeah, Vera. Faceless Vera uh-huh. gets hit in the face with a pie right at the end. So you still don't see her face. But what a food fight it was. It was a lot of fun. I've always wanted to be a part of a food fight, but I never have been. Oh, man. What an idea for like a side room at a restaurant or something like a children's restaurant or maybe an adult restaurant where it's like you can have a food fight if you want to in this room. Yeah. You know, they have places where you can like go break stuff and things like that. So they should make it, although it it is wasteful, but maybe they should just do it with all like expired food, but food that's not like rotten or spoiled or anything, but that they can't sell it anymore. Yeah. Uh, It should still go to people. But anyway, (laughs) 
<laughs> well, maybe you could charge double for the food. So any food that you waste, that same amount would go to someone in need. I like that idea. Just another small part while they're waiting for the food, Diane is there listing off all of the inspirations of her life that she's thankful for. And it starts off really fancy. And then it ends with, I think she gets drunk as it goes. Yeah. Because by the end, they kind of like flash forward and she sounds like she's slurring a little bit more. But she just throws in Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Now we move on to Roseanne from season two, We Gather Together. So in this one, both Roseanne and Dan's families have come together for Thanksgiving over at the Connor household. Dan's parents are divorced and his mom has brought a date with her. Roseanne's parents come and we get to see Jackie's issues with her mom and we find out she's also hiding the fact that she's a police officer. She hasn't told her mother that yet. So from this one, the moment at the end of the night where Roseanne (laughs) informs her parents that they're not staying there at the house, they've gotten them a hotel room. And Roseanne's mom is just so put out. Oh, yes. But I just think it's funny because it's like, you know, at some points in your life, you have to set boundaries with your family and your friends. And so it was just an awkward moment, but funny, too, because Roseanne's mom is just very uptight Mm -hmm. anyway. So just to see her react. But Roseanne, you know, stuck to her guns with it. So she did. That had to be a very awkward moment. Yeah. And that was just a relatable moment for a lot of people, I think. All right. My favorite moment when Roseanne is yelling at everyone at dinner. She's carrying over additional turkey and is yelling at everybody, just slams it on there and is like, more turkey. (laughs) But Dan wants some, actually. He's like, hmm, yeah, more turkey. (laughs) Okay, next up from Roseanne, season four, Thanksgiving 1991. And this one, it's another meal with family and friends. Darlene is depressed and hanging out in her room. Nana Mary shows up, which is Roseanne and Jackie's grandmother, along with their mom, Bev, but without their dad. Mm. So that's like a whole... Thing where they're trying to figure out why he's not there. I love Nana Mary. She's the best. She's my favorite part of this episode. I put, she's a treasure. Mm-hmm. I love the scene where she's describing the link between her and Crystal's kid to Crystal. And in the end, she's like, and your son is nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like trying to figure out like the family yeah. bloodline in a way. Right. Because Crystal married Dan's, Dan's father. My favorite moment is a Nana Mary moment as well. She goes up to visit Darlene in her room. She has a plate of food with her, but she's eating on it. She's not so much being like, here, I brought you food. But Darlene, the whole episode has denied food. She said she's not hungry. But she starts, like while they're chit-chatting, she starts taking bites of stuffing from Nana Mary's plate. And then later, you know, Nana's like, oh, you know, I have some turkey here if you want some. And she's like, no, thanks. I'm a vegetarian now. (laughs) And then Nana Mary breaks the news to her that the stuffing that Darlene's been chowing on is full of meat. (laughs) (laughs) Hate to break it to you. She's like, oh, okay." Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, that's good. Meat, good. Meat, good. (laughs) Next up, we have one that we knew we had to do. A classic. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yes, in this one, if you haven't seen it, Peppermint Patty invites herself and her friends over to Charlie Brown's house for Thanksgiving. Charlie Brown teams up with Linus, Snoopy, and Woodstock to try to throw together a fantastic Thanksgiving Day dinner. Even though they're a bunch of kids and pets. Right. (laughs) I had a different favorite moment, but you took it. I stole it. So (laughs) I'll go with... With another one, there are a lot to choose from, but I love when the kids all pile in the back of the station wagon to go over to Charlie and Sally's grandmother's house in the end, and they all start singing. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. The horses away to carry the sleigh from the wide and drift in snow. Over the river and through the woods, oh, how the wind is blow. It's the toes and bites the nose all around we go. Just reminds me of being a kid and learning all of those traditional songs. I feel like I learned them at school, I guess. Yeah. But I also remember having like music books and like reading the because I would try to learn how to play them on the piano. Oh, yeah. But then also like reading the lyrics to try to learn all the holiday songs and stuff like that and like nursery rhymes and things. I feel like I had that as well. That also reminds me of being a kid, that station wagon that they pile into with the bench seats in the back. Yeah. It's like this whole like chill out spot in the back that was super dangerous because nobody wearing seatbelts. Yeah, no seatbelts back there. But that was awesome back in the day Mm -hmm. if you didn't crash. (laughs) My favorite moment, the toast montage when Snoopy and Woodstock, I mean, are just buttering loads and loads of toast. Snoopy's super efficient at doing it. He's actually quite good. 
But there was so much toast. And so many toasters. Charlie was in there doing it, Linus. Yeah. And the buttering was mesmerizing. It was. It's great. And then he's throwing them up and catching them on a skewer. Yeah. I also love at the end, after the kids leave, Snoopy <laughs> ends up whipping out like a feast for him in Woodstock. They share, it's like a big turkey with some sides and a pumpkin pie. And they're just sitting there having a meal together, a nice little meal. They bring out like a small table and chairs. <laughs> Snoopy holding out this whole time. I know. Because the kids had toast, jelly beans, and pretzels. Uh, and popcorn. And popcorn, right? Yep. That was their Thanksgiving Day feast. Yep. All right, next up, Dawson's Creek. Guess who's coming to dinner? This was from season three. I feel like some of these dramas that are longer, at least for Thanksgiving, are not as great. Mm -hmm. Because, like, to watch them without any context of the rest of the show, you're just thrown into a lot of drama that's already been happening. And it's just set at Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were some good Thanksgiving moments, but there was a lot going on. You had Jen's mom unexpectedly arriving in Cape Side that morning. And we've never met Jen's mom before. Right. So that was a big deal. And like Dawson knows a little bit about Jen's mom's secret past and just a lot going on there. And then Jen's upset. So she's continuing to throw herself at Pacey and Dawson's parents are getting divorced and Andy and Pacey are awkward because they've just broken up. It's just a whole thing. There's a lot going on. And there's a meal mixed in. There's a meal mixed in there. Everybody does get together at Graham's house and there's a nice Thanksgiving moment. They eat dinner outside. They hold hands. They tell what they're thankful for. All that good stuff. But there's just a lot going on in the episode. <laughs> there is. And I get what you're saying because I'm not as familiar with the show, so I don't know what's going on yet. So the stuff with Jen's mom was, you know, unexpected for me. But I am there for Pacey and Jen, and it drives you crazy. I was like, why don't these two get together? And also, I like Dawson and Joey. But <sighs> you should see the looks I get when I say this to her. So something must happen. Listen, you just don't have the context. You don't know how these relationships build, what all happens with them. I love Pacey and Jen separately. And I am not saying that I wasn't a little intrigued, but I just think it's funny that you're like, yeah. You know, when you don't know what else happens on the show. So, well, with my tiny little pea brain, I'm there for them. Well, he just said his tiny little pea brain and I was nodding my head. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't. Agreed. Sorry, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> I was just waiting for you, what you were going to say next. Uh. For me, my favorite moment is actually at the end where everything's over and the kids, quote unquote, the main characters, all the teenagers are there sitting around a fire outside and they're talking about basically how thankful they are to have each other when they can't really depend on all the people that raised them in their lives. They're like the adults in this episode. They are. <laughs> and they they talk like adults. We've talked about that before. But mm -hmm. Kevin Williamson writes his his teens very... Very mature. Yes. Next up, we have Gilmore Girls, a deep fried Korean Thanksgiving from season three. Lorelai's parents expect the girls to be there for Thanksgiving dinner, but so do Luke and Suki and Lane. So the girls have to handle four Thanksgivings, which is a problem. That is a lot of food. It is. Their plan? Skip the rolls. Which <laughs> honestly is also a good plan. Uh, that yeah. It takes not, up a lot of space. Not a bad idea. That'll fill you right up. We also have Kirk, who's adopted a cat, which is a little violent. <laughs> Just a random yeah. added side story. Just thrown in there. <laughs> so I really enjoyed the first time that the girls visit Suki's house and she's describing to them how Jackson is now deep frying a turkey, which I've always wanted to do, but she does not enjoy the fact that he's deep frying that turkey. Well, she's a chef. Yes. And so I think it's really hard for her to sit on her hands, basically. Yeah. And I don't think she thinks that's how a turkey should be prepared. Yes. I just really enjoy the look of their Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's like this outdoor party. All their friends are there. It's really laid back. Like Suki's there and uh, she's got like a, a blanket over. Her. It just looks like they're actually out there having a little shindig that's outdoors. Yeah. And it's fun because Stars Hollow is such a small little town. And I just feel like it's one that if anybody was walking by, they'd be like, hey, come on over. Yeah. You know. I also love everybody's wrecked. Yeah. And when they bring the turkey out to put it in the deep fryer, people are standing like right next to it. And that is way too close because those things can explode. Like if your turkey has any ice in it, it could potentially explode. So I was like, get away from there. <laughs> yeah, he had some PTSD from I, that. I did. So my favorite moment is actually when Roy and Lorelai are done for the day and it's, you know, nighttime and they're going back home. 
and they go back by Suki and Jackson's house. And Suki is wasted. Yes. (laughs) She is still sitting in the same spot at the picnic table where she was sitting earlier with them. And she's got a pitcher of margaritas. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, this is good. (laughs) And Jackson and his friends are deep frying everything. Everything. We find that they like caught the yard on fire. They broke one of her fancy bowls that she brought back from Belgium. She's just drinking her way through it. (laughs) Melissa McCarthy is just so good. I mean, everybody knows she's good, but this is where I first learned of her. And I think where she got her first like big gig. Right. You know, and she's just hilarious. I love her delivery. She shines in any scene that she's in. Yes. So our last one, The Simpsons, Bart versus Thanksgiving from season two. So on Thanksgiving Day, Bart upsets the whole family when he burns Lisa's centerpiece that she's worked so hard on in the fireplace by accident, sort of. Sort of. And he runs away from home. However, when he sees what life is like on the seedy side of town and ends up on the evening news, he realizes how good things are for him and he returns home. My favorite part of this episode is Jacqueline, who's Marge's mom. She doesn't say a lot, but her lines in it just crack me up. (laughs) Right when she gets there, she's like, I have laryngitis and it hurts to talk. So I'll just say one thing. You never do anything right. (laughs) <laughs> just keeps walking like oh my god and then later on she's like at the risk of losing my voice let me just say one more thing i'm sorry i came <laughs> oh she's so good she i'm is. so glad that you wrote that down because i forgot my favorite moment I love when Bart asks his mom if he can help with the Thanksgiving meal, which I actually thought was nice. And I don't have a lot of memories of Bart's softer side. Right. I just remember him being like a little hellion. Of course, they villainized him when we were kids. Like he was banned from everything because he said, eat my shorts or whatever. But I liked, you know, being reminded that he does have like a sweet side. So he wants to help his mom. And she tells him he can open the cranberry sauce and get that ready. And (laughs) he goes to do it, but he can't do any of it by himself. No. And it's so, I don't have kids, but I taught for a long time and I have nieces and nephews. So I know what it's like where you're like, oh, just do this. And then he tries to do it. He's like, I can't find this. I can't do this. Mom, can you do this? Like, you can't find the can opener. The can opener won't work. And of course, then she's like, look, it worked. So she ended up doing the whole thing. Right. And it actually caused more work for her. It's like sending me to look for something. Yes. (laughs) You might as well just go do it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. (laughs) And now it's time for our awards ceremony. Because of time and the amount of episodes that we've done, we are not going to have a runner-up this time. We are only going to have a winner. Are you sure? Well, there may be a few, but we'll do them quickly. We're not going to have a (laughs) runner-up section, okay? There won't be a runner-up on every one. I have to edit this. Let's get going. Chop, chop. All right, first category. Which group of people would you rather spend your Thanksgiving with? I didn't really pick a group. But I just said, I'd like to be sitting at that picnic table with Suki on Gilmore Girls. (laughs) I obviously agree. That is such a cool spot. Like, I want to be there. I would be sitting in that same spot all day long, just right across from her, drinking on those margaritas. I now want to have Thanksgiving out in the front yard. I know. Well, backyard, so we have a little more privacy. Backyard, I Privacy. Privacy. My pick is the entire group and how I met your mother. I feel like I would never stop laughing and having a good time. If I was friends with them and hanging out with them at any point, and especially during Thanksgiving. Good pick. Next category, whose food looked the most delicious? I tell you, that turkey at Lorelai's parents' house was picturesque because it came out. They like rang a bell. They brought the turkey out and Richard cuts like one slice and sends it away. The ceremonial (laughs) carving of the turkey. But it's like golden. It's huge Mm -hmm. and it's golden brown. It looks delicious. So I didn't see a lot of the rest of their food, but I would assume it's all going to be top shelf, just like that turkey is. Yes. I picked Monica. I feel Monica's food always looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I always assume that it's going to taste delicious. It looks amazing. And I mean, and she's a chef, so easy pick. Right. What did you find to be the most heartwarming? Well, this is just a small moment, but I really liked when Bart apologized to Lisa at the end of the episode, you know, for ruining her Thanksgiving centerpiece. Like he 
was refusing to apologize. He didn't think that he felt bad for it, but she kind of talks him through because I think she knows that he actually would feel bad, but he's just not in touch with his emotions. Yeah. So she's like, just really think about it. And when you get to that little, I can't think of how she worded it, but it's like, you're going to hit a spot where you feel bad. Right. And you're going to want to apologize. And he's like, I don't feel anything. Then all of a sudden he's like, she worked really hard on that and you ruined it and you made her cry. Mm -hmm. So then he's like, I'm sorry, Lisa. You know, I just thought that was sweet. Yeah, that is a very sweet moment. I picked a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yeah. The whole episode to me is just cozy, heartwarming. It's all of it. It makes me feel safe. Yes. And if I could just tack on a heartwarming moment, the end of Felicity, just where everybody's sitting around the table and there's music playing and they're passing around food, like nothing was really going on. I think maybe Sally is talking over. Mm -hmm. She's the one that she and Felicity share tapes back and forth. But yeah, I I always think that is just such a good feeling moment. It is. So which of the episodes had the best Thanksgiving feel? Like which one felt most like Thanksgiving to you? I mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the episode, but that episode of Felicity, like Felicity and all her friends staying behind at the dorm and doing Thanksgiving together, doing your friends giving. That's just how it felt for me early on. So it, it really resonated with me. I do think the moment in Dawson's Creek where they are, you know, outside and they're holding hands and saying what they're thankful for, like, I don't necessarily want to do that. Right. Because I just hate, like, being put on the spot and having to public speak like that Mm -hmm. while I sit here on a podcast. (laughs) But I do think that that just feels like a typical Thanksgiving moment. But then really, as far as relatability, like you said, any of the Friendsgiving type ones, I do have fond memories of family Thanksgivings, but I've spent most of my adult life doing Thanksgiving with friends. Right. When I lived in Florida, I didn't come home for Thanksgiving much at all because I would come home for Christmas. So it was like, I'm going to be home in three weeks, mm-hmm. you know, so I would just stay down there and hang out with friends and like go to the movies and- Oh yeah, the just, movies. Mm-hmm, we just started our own traditions. Yeah. And so, yeah, I really like all of those. What was the most dramatic? I'm going to go with Martin. Thanks for nothing. Really just because that episode was just a lot. It was. There was a lot going on, a lot of over-the-top characters. It just felt like everyone was yelling at each other the whole time. It was very loud. It stressed me out. Yeah. So yeah, they had to have been exhausted when they were done filming that episode. It did look like a lot of work. I went for the different kind of drama. I picked Dawson's Creek because there was so much like episode drama going on. Yes. Everything was dramatic in that episode. Not many light moments occurring in there. Very true. Okay, what about funniest moment? I love it when Monica cuts off chandler's toe it's like that slow motion spot where the the knife is falling and then you cut to chandler's face and he's like but then they rush him to the hospital and she's like i got the toe and it's a carrot (laughs) so he loses his toe because he called her fat yeah he deserved it that's what you get (laughs) for me it's rachel's trifle a thousand percent just everything about that was funny to me Mm mm-hmm I really kind of want to make one and just see what it tastes like. Yeah, I want to eat that. Now, do you want to make a traditional English trifle or do you want to make what Rachel made? Both, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. Like, I just want to see what it's like and like try to make it look like hers and take a picture of it. (laughs) But but yeah, I also want to make ever since we spent Christmas in England, I've always wanted to learn to make some of their dishes. So and also I love Barney's fear of being slapped by Marshall. Makes me belly laugh every time. Yeah, those are incredible. Who had the best fall fashion? I went with Gina on Martin just for the early to mid 90s goodness. Everything she wore was recognizable and nostalgic and she looked great. Yeah. Perfect. And then also Roy and Lorelai and Gilmore Girls, just classic fall in New England looks. Yeah, they nailed it. I went with the cast of Felicity. Oh, yeah. I feel like there were so many different like facets to the style that you saw there, but everybody nailed their particular look. What was your least favorite episode? I picked two here. Really, my number one is Martin. Thanks for nothing. With Dawson's Creek also kind of being on there, which I know is funny because you know I love Dawson's Creek. But with Dawson's, it's like it's mostly just because there were a lot of, like you said, dramatic stories happening. And when you're watching it as a standalone episode, it's just confusing and it's not that fun and it's not that festive. Yeah, it's not a great Thanksgiving episode. Right. And Martin, because that humor just doesn't always land with me. Like, this is definitely one of those times. It was overstimulating. Like we said before, there was so much going on. And I've never really been a big fan of because like Martin plays his mother in both episodes. Right. And I mean, I think that people probably loved it. 
just like people love Medea and like what Eddie Murphy did in Nutty Professor and stuff like that. But for me, those characters are silly and I'm not, I've just never thought that they were that funny. Yeah. I said the same thing when we first started the episode. I was like, oh man, I never find this funny. Yeah. Although he did make me laugh a few times as I got a little bit more comfortable with him as that character. He did crack me up a little bit. The, in the second one we watched, he was a little more funny to me. He was. But the first one, I just... Mm. Yeah. And not just him, the uncle and the cousin and the parents, like all of that, just, I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it was too much. And I fully agree. I picked Martin as well because I just didn't find it that funny. Maybe back in the day I did. I can't remember this episode specifically, but I watched Martin and I thought it was very funny. And I know. I love Martin. Yeah. And there's parts now that I find funny. I just didn't find this episode very funny. Yeah. And finally, what was your favorite episode out of all of these? My favorite was Friends, the one with the rumor. It's mainly because of Brad Pitt. I just find him really funny in this episode. He gets all the best lines and he had me laughing the whole way through it. Him and Phoebe, I would say. Yeah. Will and Phoebe <laughs> really make this episode memorable. That's a good one. For me, it's a tie between Slapsgiving from How I Met Your Mother or the one where Ross got high on Friends. Like both of them just make me laugh so much every single time. I never get tired of them. Classics. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And we hope that you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, family. A glorious turkey day. Enjoy your football. Enjoy your mashed potatoes, your turkey. Your traditional English trifle. With beef. <laughs> and peas and onions. Yes. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names. It is now called The Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. We're slowly growing over there. We have some great mods, Joanna and Stephanie, that are helping us out, starting conversations. So come over there. It's a good time. It is. We're on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. You can email us at we don't want to grow up at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors, you can become a member of our Patreon which you can find at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. There you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon to be extra content. Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.